Hey, this is Barbara Corker, and you are now tuned in to Business Unusual. And everything you ever learned about business, throw it out the window. I'm going to tell you the real deal. Listen in. Today, I'm going to answer all your burning questions about work, life, starting a company, getting on track, and much, much more. Be sure to call in to the Business Unusual hotline with your question at 888-BARBARA. That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. This episode is presented by my friends at Clavio. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O. Hi, Barbara. This is Calvin Outlaw. I was calling to just get some little advice. I'm starting a home care agency, non-medical, in Pennsylvania, to partner. If you can give me some sound advice on partnerships, uh, to go 50-50 with someone, um, I have another person that wants to get in, which is a doctor, is a chiropractor. However, my other partner don't want a third partner. So if you can give me a call back, greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, Calvin, if you are absolutely certain that your first partner is the partner for you and the qualifier there, I would say, do you have opposite skill sets? That's what makes every great partnership. Is he good at what you're not good at? And are you good at what he's not good at? That's a great partnership. Assuming that's the case, then I would agree with your partner. Don't bring in a third guy. The reason is three's a crowd, as I'm sure you've heard your whole life, and it's very true of businesses that start up. There's never room for three in the beginning. One guy always gets tossed out. But I wouldn't burn bridges. I would call that third chiropractor and say to him, hey, listen, we'd love to bring you in as a partner, but we can't do it right now. I'd love to revisit it in six months. Can I get back in touch with you? This way you've left a door open. You never know about partnerships. Sometimes that first one doesn't work out at all and you really thought it was great and you're going to want that chiropractor as your partner, but keep the door open by telling him nicely that you'd love to revisit it in six months. That's my advice. Let's take a short break to talk about a company I love. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, Barbara. Uh, my name is Sarah. I'm calling from Atlanta. Um, I love your podcast, by the way. Hope you're safe and well during this time. Uh, just a quick question. Um, I'm actually uh, 27 years old. I've transitioned through about three different jobs. I was actually fired from two jobs. And I was just wondering what advice do you have for somebody that's kind of unsure of what they want to go into and kind of what their ultimate purpose is in life. I went to college um, and I got a marketing degree, but I went into sales and I'm wondering if sales is really for me or if I should go more the marketing route. Um, I hope I gave enough information um, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful night. Thanks. Hey, Sarah, if you're asking if sales is for you, then it's not for you. People who are in the sales business who are good at it know that sales is for them right away. From the day they start, this is my mantra. This is my calling. That's the way they are. Okay. So if you're doubting it, get out of it. Don't waste any more time. Now you're thinking that marketing might be for you, and I get it because that's what your major was in school, but that might not be for you either. Here's something more practical you could do that I think might be helpful. Sit down with a big legal pad, put a line down the middle on the top page, and write a list of everything you're good at on the left side. Everything. 
I'm not talking about anything related to what you do for an occupation, but just your gifts. What are your gifts? You're good at talking to people. You're good at making people feel good. You're good at helping children. Uh, you're good at efficiency skills. You like to do projects. You like to complete them. You're good at math. Everything you're good at. Once you have that list, whether it be three items or ten items, sit down and think about what kind of jobs would best utilize those traits. And make a list of different jobs that would tap into those talents. And those are the jobs you should go out and interview for. One last thing. You're very young. You could have another five jobs before you settle on what you really want to do for a career. There's no shame in that. Just try on as many things as you possibly can right now while you're so young. And if they don't fit, move right on. Eventually you'll land on something. There's no doubt in my mind. It's Barbara. Hi, I'm Bill, and I was just wondering, I work with a production company, but one of the guys is giving me a hard time, and he always makes me relay messages to other people. Why can't he do it himself, and why does he think he can demean me by asking me to do menial jobs when I'm literally on the same level as he is? I got into this production company late, but he's been with it longer, so why does he think he can treat me like that? Thank you. The only reason this guy is pulling that crap on you, Bill, is because you're letting him get away with it. You own your own mouth. He's not your boss. Don't take it. The very next time he asks you to do something, say, hey, listen, I'm not delivering your messages anymore. Sorry about that. You'll have to deliver them yourself and walk away. See what he does with it. He'll stop the crap right away. And that's all we have time for today. If you have a question, leave me a voicemail on the Business Unusual hotline, 888-BARBARA. That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. You can also tweet it to me at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success. Search and follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.